Mr. Zaya Show. show and today we're going to be talking about dating apps and the struggles with them as well you know personally me I was on several dating apps you know throughout my life (laughs) I'm not on them anymore because you know I'm in a relationship however today I want to take some time out just to give some perspective of dating apps and like how you could truly find what you want to have on those apps so i mean dating apps as a whole i mean they're not bad but they're not like great like it's like a one-way like take it to like a relationship no (laughs) no and the way i would describe dating apps if i could say in one word is complicated because you never know what the other person's looking for unless they tell you you never know if the person is real you never know if this is what you really want you never really know so that's what we're gonna be talking about today right after this bop of the week okay enjoyed that bop of the week i personally love that song so much and i thought it would coincide with you know the topic of the day so to kick off into our topic of dating apps did you know that one third of adults in the united states were actually using dating apps so from my research most people that use dating apps currently and for the past a decade young adults teens members of the LGBTQIA plus and teens. Now, I will, I was one of them <laughs> that used them all the time. And the reason why I used um, dating apps was not to originally find a boyfriend, but to find people that I could connect to with my own, um, uh, my own characteristics, my sexuality, my descendants, all of that type of stuff because you know like in high school at the time nobody was really going to come out like how I did and be happy with themselves like they were always like a DL down low guys people that hid away and the only way you really could find them is on apps people like of that of well at that time of that age on the dating apps and possibly still but story time uh, when I actually started using dating apps I was on them like all the time some people didn't know that I was on them when I was on them (laughs) but I really started at 16 and that was like after I just I was in that weird phase of like am I straight am I gay and I kind of just blurted out like I'm bisexual just to make you know everybody happy and just like okay they give me more time to build and so really i got on apps like tinder grinder jacked all those type of uh, apps to find what i truly like that was originally the plan <laughs> i found out that I was gay so um you know things that normally be on dating apps that i ran into were sugar daddies 
sugar mamas, um, weirdos that like their toes clipped and massaged, people that like candles all over. It's creepy. It's crazy. Yes. And I went through it for like four to five years. But anyway, you know, I have, well, I had a hard relationship with dating apps trying to disapprove myself. But um, back to the story. So I'm going to tell you all how I got on dating apps. So I remember I was it just when I came out as bisexual in high school and I was like, oh, my God, you know, nobody around here is going to know what I'm going through. Nobody's going to help me the way that I thought I needed to help because I was like, oh, I'm different. Sexual sexuality. You're straight. You're not going to understand my struggles. And that's a whole nother topic for another day. But um, I felt that way. And I got on these apps and I started making bonds with people. I'm no longer talking to them or friends with any of them because when you find out later, all of those really are temporary. Um, But me being the Zaya I was, I was so nice. I was caring. I was like talking. I was venting. I didn't give none of my information out other than I was <laughs> confused by my sexuality. There were some people that I connected with instantly and it was like, okay, we know this is a friendship. But then there were other uh, connections that I made and it was like friends with benefits. Like, you know, you know friends with benefits. So the difference I realized through my friends with benefits and my real friends is that I was able to be myself. I felt like when I was talking to my friends with benefits, it was more like I was trying to live up to this um, expectations that they had of me at the time. And when I was with a real friend from the app, I could be my all of myself, no filter, no nothing. And that's what I want y'all to take away from this, that you should be yourself with any person you're talking to regardless if they're online in person whatever like if you want to be with them be your true self and that's what I realized it took me like three years to realize but I realized because honestly only one of my boyfriends like throughout my entire life came from a person everybody else came from online some type of connections or whatever but you get what I'm saying and the way we're going into, you know, this new decade and in the future, online dating is going to be the new thing. So we just got to know what we want before we go on here and having people wanting, uh, before having uh, people fixing us. We need to do our own healing, our own fixing. And I realized that, that I was not healed. I wasn't over the way I was treated when I came out to my family. I wasn't um, fair to myself when it came to giving my chance, you know, love. I didn't understand sex. I didn't understand sexuality. I didn't understand gender roles. I only understood like the Southern way of like man, masculine, females, you know, that. So um, I had to do a lot of healing, a lot of growth. I went to counseling here and there. It helped, but what I got out of every single thing on oh, the dating app helped me in different ways, changed me in different ways. And, you know, and that's life. Like, everything's going to change you. Like, if it's one experience after the other or another one, like that. So, 
that's really what I want you to take away from this. But back to me, um, I remember one time it was before school one morning and I was on the a dating app and basically um, I was having some feelings that I wanted to get resolved and I couldn't talk to my family about it because like three o'clock in the morning, you know, I gonna talk to me about this three o'clock in the morning. I would normally cry myself to sleep about these type of situations and I kind of snucked out went over to this person's house and I literally cried to them and just had and I felt like I was looking for a therapist on an app for free that's what I felt but um I did that and next thing you know emotions gone heavy because he was cute and we had um, sex and I had this large hickey all on the side of my neck. I did not realize until I went back to my house. I then went back to my house because I slept over and I, because it, it's like around the block. So I slept over and I ran back home, got dressed, you know, and then I looked at my neck and I didn't know makeup. I didn't have nothing, but I saw this big old purple hickey and I just felt like my life was over. And having to go to school that day with that on my neck, I just wore a jacket up all the way up all day. Some people judged me over it because, you know, I mean, it was a hickey. I didn't know nothing about it. I thought like, okay, whatever, he he. But some people made it like in a big way where I thought it wasn't. And hickeys are not a big deal no more. Just put some makeup on, cover it up, keep it cute and keep it classy and push it over. But anyway, and I remember that day I felt so embarrassed that I really cried myself to sleep. So at that point, um, dating apps did not help me. Like I felt like I was betrayed either way by people that I met online, by people that I knew in person. At that time, I felt betrayed like by everybody. And it took a minute for me to get back and trust certain people again. And some of them I'm friends with and some of them I'm cool with and some of them just turned off because they didn't like that. Oh, I was on all these apps. Oh, I was hanging out with pe more people like them. Oh, I was putting myself in danger. I knew I was putting myself in danger. I knew that I was going to have a consequence and the consequence was my was my uh, ego, my um, reputation. I got the reputation being like, oh, you're so sexy. It was no longer smart. It was sexy. So that was one of the stories of that and like how I felt. So really, when I look at dating apps now, I see it as like a reputation gain or loss or like, and that's a bad way to see it. But that's really how like I got on the apps was because I felt embarrassed, was because I didn't feel loved. It was because I didn't feel that I was getting the need that I, the substance that I needed, the love, the nurturing, the caring, the understanding, the the support of it. Even though people saying they were supporting me, they really wasn't. And that's a whole nother topic on another day. But that's how I really got on those apps, you know? <laughs> So yeah, now we're going to be talking about like my breaking point of dating apps. So my breaking point was really once 
I got into college because high school, you know, I had some fun. I had some good friends off of there. And I had an ex from there on from a dating app and it was fine. It wasn't great, but it was fine. And once I got to college, you know, um, things changed. Um, <laughs> obviously, um, I did not have any like bad stories, thank God. But it just felt like my emotional connection of dating apps slowly changed. So at this point, it was like last year, I felt like oh, I was on top of the world, just graduated, everything was going fine, I finally got to be my full true self, so it wasn't more like, it wasn't like, oh, boo-hoo still, like, no, that was teenager Isaiah, so, uh, <laughs> so, I got on the apps, and literally, only thing that people wanted from me was sex, and I felt like, shit, because I'm like, I'm more than, like, when I was younger, people wanted to know me, and then they wanted that, and I got to choose, like, yes or no, you know, and they just went about their day, but in college, it was like, people kept, like, come on, come on, let's go, let's do this, and I didn't give in, I did not give in to anything that I did not want to do, and I'm grateful that I have that power and that intuition of, like, knowing, like, when I want to and when I don't want to. And so, I remember I had, I knew someone, this was, like, during the summer before, like, I officially started college. And this person was, like, befriending me, was all nice. And, you know, once I got to college, um, they started changing. They thought, like... I was seeing other guys and I'm like, we're not in a relationship and it's just gone like a little ticky. Like he was a little ticky. Like it wasn't like, a, it wasn't um, abusive, but he would use like certain words to get me like, oh, you know, nobody would care for you like I do, da, 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 blah, 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 blah. But I was, I knew that from my childhood experience, like, from hearing my, from my mom's previous marriage, hearing how someone was talking to her like that, I instantly knew, like, oh, that's what you're doing to me, it's not gonna work, so, that was the end of that, and after that moment, and, like, I gave him what he wanted, he gave me what I wanted, and I just felt like trash, like, I just felt like, wow, you came in and make a real human connection without having intimacy involved somehow and I felt so ashamed I was I didn't cry <laughs> but I was aggressive I was like you know what we're going to focus on ourselves we're going to do what we got to do it is what it is and then that's when I met my once things happened like that then that's when I met my ex and he was in person because a friend introduced me to him and the effects of online dating was that I was quick like I didn't want to wait I was like okay instant like okay we're this we're that we're that I was quick to put labels on from online dating because you know in the search bar you have to put like or whatever bar I don't remember but you have to put like a boyfriend girlfriend confused single complicated whatever so um we talked for not even a whole day for like half a day and then we end up we end up going out and looking back on it now, it was a smart decision, but that was one of the 
consequences of me doing dating apps all the time and having relationships that I did that wasn't healthy and that relationship didn't end on a night's snow because you know shit happens and I'm fine <laughs> so after that um it was during quarantine I took some time off like off like away from everybody on that platform everybody that wanted to be more than friends with me I was like cut off it was like several months and once I got back to college certain things came up with dating apps and I realized it was a whole problem again it seemed like every time I got denied or every time things that go my way or every time I got hurt I ran onto the app to find a person that could help me out rather than going to professional help going to counseling and get the real um help that I needed and um that's that was hard especially when mental health and the with you know with the african-american community like we are not taught that we are taught like you know like suck it up deal with it whatever don't tell people about this but the reason why i'm sharing this now is because i want to help someone out there regardless of your sexuality regardless of what you like what you don't like it's all like connected like all of us use dating apps we all had different stories but if i could tell someone to know your worth and know what you want before it before you even go on there know if you want a friends with benefits know if you want to still be a version on dating apps like you need to know what you want and you gotta be um have the power and assertive and be assertive with that with people up front rather than being like you know i could um put this down for your happiness no that's the worst way and actually the way i got my boyfriend now is that i went back on a tender just because i was like okay i'm older i got the help i don't need anybody like it's like whatever you know what i'm saying and let's just say we talked <laughs> we talked for a whole month i was really like taking it slow we well we were taking it slow you know learning more about each other and then I made the decision to start dating him. So we've been dating for like two months. But had I not gone through everything that I did before, I would not be able to make that um, decision without having some like dramatic issue happening and stuff like that. So more of the story is, especially with dating apps with me, is that you got to know what you want. You got to know what you're passionate about. You got to know what you truly desire, not by physical features but in the heart like what do you want that makes you happy that fulfill your happiness that you won't go find in another person what does that person bring out in you that's the best way of knowing like should i go with this person should i do this with that person and it's okay to have fun girl it is okay i don't regret having fun with some of them but it is okay to have fun and, you know, still be assertive. Well, not assertive. I'm not trying to say, like, be a bitch. But be, have your morals. Like, have your morals that you instill in yourself. The things that you won't give out easily. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So, that's really what I got to say about dating apps. I mean, I'm not totally against them. I'm not on them because I'm in a relationship. So, it would have been weird if I was on them. But I'm just saying, you know, it's not a bad thing. 
to be on dating apps. Sometimes I found I found some good friends from them. So you never know what you can find. You can find friends, you can find boyfriends, girlfriends, special benefits, if you want. You can find a sugar daddy. I could have had a sugar daddy, but I didn't want to. So um yeah. And that's really my perspective on dating apps, I mean, the struggles. So the struggles really are like lack of human connection. And it's like we, you don't get that first glance look. You don't get the first like moment. You get the, at that moment when I text her or him, I knew that this was going to be real. It's like that now. And, excuse me. And we need to, like, when you're looking for someone to date, like, just make sure you're not out of touch with technology. Like, make sure you see the person in person. Make sure you see them and who they truly are. I know it's hard because of COVID, but FaceTime. You know what I'm saying? Don't make it be like catfish. Like, we don't want that, girl. We don't want that. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's really what I have on dating apps. I... I'm still close to certain people from there. And then, you know, some people left and gone. And it's okay. Life happens. Things happen. And, yeah. And that's really about it for today. You know, with struggles of dating apps. And I know this was, like, complex. But I just wanted, like, and I know I just told y'all certain things. But I wanted to tell y'all this to help y'all on y'all journey. Wherever you are in relationships. And to be there for you. And let you know that nothing's wrong with you. You are perfect just the way you are. And the person that is meant to be with you will be there for you. And if you're going through a hard time right now, just know that it's to build you, to make you stronger. It's to make you more prepared for your true blessing. And that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening to the Zaya Podcast Show. I hope you come back next Wednesday to hear the next episode of this wonderful podcast. Okay, girl? And I'll see you later. Yay!